Somebody check out the window. <laughs> For what? Snow or freezing? Snow. Just look at it's not happening yet. Snow, well, we can, I can't see. It's snow. pitch black. Yeah. It's not snow. Right. It's freezing rain. Three, <laughs> two, and live. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints, you might think they're saints, but they, some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain, it's their sisters, Hey guys, it's Megan and Kristen. This is Hillary. I'm Zoe. We're all huddled up on the couch, hoping that we don't get stuck here for the night because we're under our winter weather advisory in Nashville. I hope we do get stuck here tonight. Would you really want to be stuck at my house all night? Yeah, I really would. A, because I know it makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it would be really fun for us to like force you to have a sleepover to invade your space it's like one of those staged kidnappings but the kidnapping is just us invading your house reverse kidnapping but you don't have any of your stuff i don't need anything but i don't need anything for the night i already showered me too i can just sleep on your couch we can all cuddle up watch a movie no should y'all ever find yourself sleeping over i would be in my room with the door locked no you wouldn't you'd have so much fomo you'd hear all the Mm -hmm. laughter yeah i mean not at first you'd stay out here for a while we go on girls trips and you stay at a hotel but you come over for the night i i would stay out here for a little while but i wouldn't like sleep out here no i don't think you'd sleep out here i just mean we'd all hang out until we were tired yeah and then we'd get up and have coffee together you'd love it speaking of sleepovers we kind of had one we of kind those of this did. week. It just sort wasn't of, at Megan's yeah. house. Yeah. And that- it was at a condo <laughs> business <laughs> trip. It's true, in the middle of the suburbs. I've, I've, Hillary and Zoe were both so concerned about what this place was. Yeah. But it was just a condo, like a business condo center. It was old condo buildings that from the outside looked like a condo. And then when you walked in, it looked like someone's condo, except for she had a business inside. Yeah. yeah, it was a business condo. Zoe and I both pulled up separately, and I think we both said, I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't y'all so intrigued on about what this is that we made them go do in a business condo? It freaked them out so much. We went to a sound bath, and what was the name of it? Hum. Home. 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 H-U-M. No, H-A-U-M. Oh, that's what I meant. Home. <laughs> so, Kristen, tell us what a sound bath is. I... A sound bath is supposed to use lots of different noises, chimes and drums and circles and ceramic objects and fans. And I guess bowls, yeah. And I guess it operates at a certain frequency that turns on theta and delta waves. Is that Mm. right? Are those the brain waves that she was targeting? I know she said theta, but apparently it speaks to various brain waves and helps you relax. Hmm. (laughs) I went into it pretty like, oh, this is hoo-ha. I don't believe this. And the only experience I knew about this was on reality shows, seeing them do it. And I just thought, oh, it's somebody banging a gong or doing the little bowl mm-hmm. thing. And I didn't get it. Okay. So we, we got to the business center. Kristen, Hillary, and I rode together. Zoe was coming from work. So she met us there. And we 
arrived and it was a group sound bath. So we were expecting, I expected there to be 10 anywhere people. from eight to 20 people. Yeah. Including the four of us. Um, so she said, arrive at doors open at 630. If you're not there by 655, the doors locked. You cannot get in. I was stressed. I was stressed. We were for stressed. You. Yeah, we were worried I was, about so you. I was like, Zoe, check. I mean, Hillary, check Zoe's location. We need to know. Like, yeah, I was. I was stuck like, you. She, find my friend. <laughs> I was like, as if she's not showing up. She'll like, if she's not going to get in. We're not going in. Um, so then she gets there at like six forty-five. We all walk in, and the first thing they say to us is, "Oh, you guys have the whole experience to yourselves tonight. You're the only ones here." I was very excited about that. I liked that too, especially I, for our first one. I don't need to be in a room full of people. Yeah. breathing next to me. I did yeah. like that. It was just us. We, we could be more calm, more mm-hmm. relaxed, without having to worry about anybody else. Yeah. And it was so nice because her mom works there and her mom was so cute and told us exactly how to position our bodies when we were sitting and on the ground and how to cover up in this cozy blanket. And I thought the blanket was so cozy. Yeah. So it it really allows you to relax. So first you sit on the meditation mat while the instructor is getting things ready. (laughs) And then once you begin, you lay down on the floor. There's a pillow under your head and you're under a blanket. You're very warm and cozy. And that was nice. Mm -hmm. But first, even before we laid down, like you arrive 15 minutes before and you have time to look at oh yeah oh the box What's yeah. in it? it's like a clear acrylic, acrylic box mm-hmm. it was like a little gift set yeah not really you, stuff you keep yeah it was just a gift for the sound bath it came with a journal and when you get in you can sit and read through the journal after each sound bath you're supposed to write out your thoughts but then it stays so you can like read everybody's thoughts which is fun that part and a little scary no, it was, was very scary immediately i was panicking because my box my journal said I saw purple and I all these things. And then there's rolling papers in the box. And I'm like, wait, we're going on some weird trip and nobody's told us <laughs> that or we don't know what we're doing. And they're going to like fill the room with poison or something. <laughs> and we're going to actually be high. Like, and I didn't sign up for that today. <laughs> they would have charged us way more for that experience. <laughs> but maybe not. I mean, if they thought eight to 20 people were showing up, maybe it's just like a group. Let's get high kind of thing. Well, I loved reading the journals and it didn't scare me. I know Zoe was getting freaked out next to me. She was like, I'm going to see colors. This is talking about bodies shivering. And like she was getting nervous. And mine said she saw her ex-husband show up that she hadn't seen in forever. And he talked to her. Wow. And so I was like, "Whoa, this is this sounds cool. I was excited. Mine had weird stuff in it, too. And I was just it was like I was levitating. And I'm like, yeah, no, I wasn't you ready for not. that. Shut up. We weren't levitating. Every box came with a spirit animal also. I had a butterfly, which was about change. I had a phoenix. It was about phoenix things. What did I have? (laughs) Unicorn? Yeah, Yeah, you were the unicorn. And I was obviously the starfish, the exquisite (laughs) beauty. (laughs) Mine said wisdom and intuition. So then I would say we laid down after we explored our little box. and She she, gave us rocks. She gave us crystals. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Those crystals. were not rocks. That's true. Crystals. Those crystals. Okay. Weren't some rocks? Are they all crystals? I don't know. Are some of rocks? them are rocks. Okay. No, Maybe. some of them are rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. Banana, banana. <laughs> I meant to say tomato, tomato, but banana. Pajama, pajama. <laughs> yeah. And then the sound bath started. So as soon as we finished the sound bath, we went out and recorded a voice memo. And we didn't want to forget any detail. And so we had a little live recording and it's on Zoe's phone and we're going to play it for you now. So we apologize if the sound isn't perfect, but here's our our fresh thoughts. Okay. As soon as the light turned green, 
Wait, did the light turn green for y'all? Okay, my vision went green. There was a light, and I had a purple butterfly. What, what? the hell? I saw things too. This and is that the was, last thing I imagined. That was just at the beginning, and then from there on, it all went away, and I was just in my head mostly. I was like kind of relaxed, but uh -huh. I was in my head the whole time. But yeah, you have to focus on your breathing so that you're I, not in your no, head your whole time. I, don't breathe. I can't. And whenever people tell me to breathe like that, it stresses me out, mm -hmm. and I get so anxious. Okay, wait. And I kept hearing, like, I was laying right next to Hillary, and Hillary, I could tell, was, like, doing the, like, yoga breathing, and I was like, oh, my God, she's such a show-off with her breathing, <laughs> and I was, like, trying to, but I'm like, I can't even get on, like, beat with you. You can just do your own. I want to, I want to hear Megan's experience. What did you see? I saw nothing. I was just in my head the whole time. I was thinking about stuff going on at my house, stuff going on at work. You have to turn that off. Stuff going off, the, the podcast. I was just in my head the whole time. I was... And then, like, towards the end, I was getting antsy and wanted to look at my watch to see when how much more time we had. Um, yeah, I would say I got nothing from it. But Really? Not nothing. even, like, a good relaxing nap. Wow, you don't even let yourself nap? N no, I, no. I am so relaxed. I just felt so, like, she was going to, like, she was just too on top of me. I think you're afraid of losing control. And then when she kept, like, breathing over me, I was I like. I didn't like the, she did these. <sighs> <laughs> it was like panic attack breathing yeah. and i didn't like that okay wait. i thought she blew out a candle the first time she did it and then i thought it was over because i thought oh the candle ended it's over and then she kept doing it and then i was so i will say honestly the whole last like i don't know 15 minutes i kept thinking it's ending and everyone's sitting up and opening their eyes except me i was like maybe i missed where she said when you hear this noise yeah it's over. And I was really worried about that. Yeah. Okay. When you heard the... Yeah, that, that noise. What helicopter. What the yes, heck was that? I imagined we were in Columbia in a drug raid. I was in England and my name was Margaret. I was a little girl and her, she was like 10 and she was looking up in the sky for her dad who was a pilot and it was 1942. Oh my so I was going to... so specific. I know. It, was, it, it said her name was Margaret Eason. She was 10. Her dad was a pilot. I guess what was 1942? Like World War II? Yeah, was it an England? Sure. I don't know. She was in a field and she heard this noise and she was playing with kids and she was looking up at the sky looking for her dad. Wow. And then I thought, no. wait, they were talking about past life stuff. Was that me? I was just trying to figure out what was making that noise and I was so, it was like right behind my head and I was like, oh my God, it's going to get my hair and like twirl my hair and I just wanted it to end. Okay. I want to know now what Kristen saw. When it first started, you know how it started with those deep like the deep bowls, you know, that were, it sounds like that's where you had your color experience. That's mm -hmm. also where I had a color experience, which surprised me because I really didn't expect to. Me either. And I was trying not to because I was worried when she started talking about brain waves that I might have a seizure. Mm. And so I started to get a little nervous and I was like, shoot, I need to like rein this in. But as soon as the deep bowl thing started, I saw the shape of like one of those sixth sense eye kind of things, you know, like the, it's like a. The eye that you like see. Like that's like a like an yeah, a mind's eye. Okay. I guess that's what you would call it. Yeah. Mine started and it was, as that. Mine started as like a circle. It was like pulsating out and it would come back and pulsate out and it was blue. And then I saw a frog leg, which was super weird. Oh and then God. I saw this girl that looked like she was crawling out of a swamp, but I could only see part of her face. She had long dark hair and she had a fin that came out from behind her and she was like reaching for me. But then she vanished. And then I didn't see anything else until the little pilot thing. Okay, so what was your ground covering? <laughs> Go for it, Megan. I, I couldn't think of anything until she said clover, and then I thought of clover. Was it, was it your dog, like tons of your dogs, and you were just laying on clovers? <laughs> 
sort of. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to lay in like grass clover. That's gross. Oh my gosh, Megan. I know. I just couldn't picture anything. I was like, I'm laying here on the carpet in your little business center. I was in the sunshine in Louisiana on the soft, plush grass that is there, and I was looking up at live oak trees with the Spanish moss, moss above my head, and it was so relaxing. I was in my backyard laying in the grass in springtime with baby Luna, because I used to do that with her, and and it brought me right back to that, and I had so many baby Luna images. I was at my grandparents' house under a tree in Pittsburgh in the grass, eating the lemongrass that you could eat in their yard. Wow, I feel like we all went back to something from childhood or your kid's childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, we it's, really connected with, like, baby, child. I can't believe Zoe had this experience. It's so I'm surprised, too. I didn't see colors or anything at all, which I really thought I would. No colors, no shapes. I was very anxious in the beginning. And when she was making us do those super long mm-hmm. breaths. Yeah, those were yeah, I, like, inhale to four, hold it, and then inhale again. I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. My lungs were full. It was yeah, hard. I couldn't do it. And so then it was making me nervous that mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. And then I get in my head, and I was worried about my heartbeat. And it just spiraled but after like 10 minutes I was able to calm down and I had the experience of I was just so like thinking of things I was grateful for and mm-hmm. it made me start crying mm-hmm. wow that's, I know that's where I tend to go to even when I can't sleep at night I go to what I'm grateful for and I focus on my breathing and that makes me fall asleep first of all and then it just changes your mindset yeah and so that was a lot of it and then I still had like I tend to when I get in moments like this I get in my head And I was thinking of things I'm scared of or I'm anxious about. But I did have a lot of, like, positive thoughts come out of it. And I did feel very calm and relaxed at the end. Mm -hmm. And I thought so much, like I said before, about baby Luna. But also at the beginning, when they were doing the really loud gongs, Mm -hmm. I had crazy muscle spasms. Yeah, that's so interesting. Everywhere. Like, all over my body, muscle spasms. Your body wanted you to release. Yeah. It was really, really, like, my eyes, my knees, like, everything was, Mm -hmm. like, twitching. It was so weird. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think that happened to me, though. I did at one point my hand twitch, which made me nervous because I thought, oh, no, here it comes. It's going to be a seizure. But then it was fine. I flipped my hand. So I was probably just holding it in a weird position. Then at the end, this is interesting, a phrase came to me because I was thinking about like all this clarity sort of came to me in a way that I can't verbalize yet. But one phrase jumped out at the end and it was write yourself home. So you know how I'm always like beating myself up because I want to write and I don't. And I never follow through. That was the phrase that, and like I could see it written out. It was like, write yourself home. So one thing when she was doing, like she did gongs and chimes and that little spinny, I don't know, sound like a windsock thing. I kept thinking of, I was in like a game where you have to like guess what the sound is. And do you remember that ride they used to have at Disney with Drew Barry, not Drew Barrymore, Drew Carey? Uh. The like sound. It's where the Mickey Mouse ride is now. Oh, the great at Hollywood. The great yeah, movie ride. Right, right, no, right. no, it wasn't the great movie yeah, ride. I don't think that was it. Are no, Ellen's energy. No, 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 no. It was next to the great movie ride, and it was Drew Carey and something about sound. Yeah, Foley. It was sound. It was movie making sound. Oh, and you yeah. and you were in the dark. It was pitch black, and they would mm-hmm. make sounds, and you were like listening how the sounds affected you and how you heard it, and that's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of. Where I was like, "Ooh, what's this sound? Ooh, what am I hearing?" And I felt like it was a guessing game. Okay, I had that too. But it was in a different way that you hear the sound and then you have to you play a game where you, 
you have to mimic that sound. And I was picturing everybody trying to make the, the helicopter sound. And then I thought I heard Megan snore. So I'm no, dying. Was... I'm trying so no, hard not to laugh. And I want to pull my blanket up over my mouth. And I'm like uh, getting church giggles. And I'm like, she's going to see my mouth. And I'm just laying there like I thought I with heard, a big grin on my I face. Same reaction. I thought I heard snoring at one point too. It was never me because I was never relaxed enough to go to sleep. I'm thinking it must have been her mom. Mm, yeah. Or it was like the tool when she was putting them down yeah. or something. I like have hoping I would like just drift off because I was like so tense. Did you guys at any point smell smells? Because there was one point where I started smelling smells and it <laughs> no. was it Zoe's feet? No, it smelled like Zoe's um, gas. It smelled like a ride at Disney. And I'm trying to the figure out in my ride? head. No. <laughs> it was so quick and it's like I can it was either it was a dark ride. I want to say that it was the canon part of the ride of pirates hmm. where i started smelling that and then it vanished and turned into rose petals weird so i don't know if she had something where she was like because she did mention at the end that she put roses near us so maybe i was just smelling mm-hmm. that was wasn't that rose quartz was well, not a, no, a no, rock there were some petals. flowers by oh, the end of because okay. she said she needed us to release or something mm, yeah so now maybe nose. it was that mm. but i mm. thought it was just my brain interesting okay so those were our live reactions just fresh from our sound bath um, a couple of things we didn't mention in there. After the sound bath, she served us margaritas. Rose quartz margaritas, which we're supposed to... <laughs> and right now, Hillary is grinning so big because when she brought the margarita <laughs> over to Hillary, um, she also wanted us to take a rose quartz rock and... <laughs> Hillary took her rose quartz rock and just threw it right in her margarita glass for some reason. <laughs> she got okay. in trouble. Well, she came out with a tray of margaritas and crystals and chocolate, and she gave a bunch of directions, but I was writing in my she journal, and I almost said, I didn't hear any of that, but then I didn't want to, and it just seemed, it looked like a bowl of ice. It did. They were and very... it just seemed like common sense. You take <laughs> the ball of ice, put it in your margarita, and then she immediately was like, no, no you're not you supposed to do that up your teeth what's so funny is it happened like in slow motion because <laughs> she was talking and then i could tell like she like slowed down and was like is she about to do this i just told them not to do this is she gonna do this and it was so loud the yes. clink of this huge rose quartz in a glass in a sound bath studio oh my gosh oopsie um. but another notable thing that happened to hillary during the sound bath is we all woke up from our sound bath Mm-hmm. sat up and i looked over hillary was laying right next to me and she had like a puppy beanie baby in her lap and i immediately <laughs> thought like oh wow she really planned to get comfortable she brought one of her kids stuffed animals with her to relax like help her unwind and i was like i do you like their stuffies i was like where did you get that puppy and she was like did you not get a puppy i th- okay so i'm in the sound bath and all of a sudden, I feel something soft fall on my hands. It scared me. I like jumped really big. And then because, you know, I'm like quiet and in the zone. My eyes are closed. And you mentioned you were tense at that point, too. Yeah. You were cold. Yeah. And I had um, we all had eye masks on, too. So re- I really couldn't see anything. No, some of us had eye masks on. Most of us had eye masks on. <laughs> you know, everybody had so can't follow the rules. Oh, I thought you did. We all had eye masks on. Just you. But so I thought... Oh, she gave everyone a different animal. Maybe this is our spirit animal. And I also was feeling it. I couldn't tell if it was a dog or a cat. And I thought, oh, maybe she gave me a kitten. And this is like a sign that I'm going to finally get a kitten. And I woke up and was looking at everybody's laps to see what animals you got. And I was very confused that I was the only one who had an animal. And when I asked her about it, it was because I 
she knew I needed something soft because <laughs> I was too tense. Yeah, she noticed that you were so like in a ball that she's she called it a dampener. Like you needed yes. something soft to yes. like bring Relax you back to me. earth. Yes. Which okay, I was anxious. However, I was also really cold and I was holding the crystal she gave me in my hand, so I was clenching them and I was cold. So I probably looked more tense than she assumed. But if yeah. it's anything like our foot reflexology experience, I'm sure you did look more tense than the rest of us. Remember how we mm. like immediately conked out. So I'm sure we looked the same way this time, like probably yeah. super out of it. You probably, Zoe, looked a little bit more on edge without an eye mask and mm. maybe possibly grinning during part She's probably I'm laughing. squeezing my eyes closed, <laughs> trying to, and my mouth, my eyes and my mouth. I'm yeah. just uh, clenching my blanket because I'm cold. All right. So what's everybody's final thoughts on sound bathing i think it was clear in my live reaction that i just i really would have liked to have gotten something from it i just didn't megan's just not a woo-woo girl i'm not i'm not (laughs) like a spiritual woo-woo get your aura red lay down Mm. in a group of people and listen to sounds Mm. that means more woo for me double the woo but i'm willing to participate in the woo with y'all yeah i just i'm not gonna relax yeah i loved it i thought i got more out of it than i expected because I went in thinking it would just be like a kind of a nap for me. But it was interesting. And I feel like I got some clarity on some things, which sounds silly to say from a sound bath. But it was really relaxing. I liked it. I would do it again. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I liked it. It was interesting. I like trying new things. I thought she was really cool. The mm-hmm. girl who owns the I business like and runs the place. I liked her a lot. She was fun to talk to and like mm-hmm. just chill down to earth. It was a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I hate to say it, but I really liked it. Uh, that is the most shocking that is thing. A good, yeah, that's a nice and surprise. And I would recommend it to a friend. I that's would too. Crazy. Would yeah. you go really back? relaxing? I feel like I want to go back. Me too. Wow. Mostly because I wasn't relaxed. Yeah. But it really, I kind of went in in a bad mood, and mm-hmm. I came out so happy. Okay. So if I just need to like lay down and hear the sounds, and it was really the those sounds mm-hmm. showing. Um, images in my mind or colors and stuff and the butterfly mm-hmm. was very strange like it i do kind of believe in it that the sounds are tied to brain waves yes yeah. yes there's there's scientific scientific evidence about the, like, the vibrations <laughs> do make a difference and can be calming maybe we should go again Mm-hmm. now knowing kind of what to expect because our guard is down yeah. a little bit more yeah, i think you actually uh, megan might get something right, out of it i was it. gonna say is maybe i would relax kind of knowing what to expect i i don't know that i would enjoy it more if more people were there but i feel like it would be a different experience um speaking of relaxing i heard this thing that people are trying on tiktok so if we want to continue down this rabbit hole outside of sound baths there's this trend called somatic healing And there are various exercises you can do at home. They say if you do them for about 30 days, that you'll see a lot of your inner trauma and stress and anxiety released because apparently we store all of that in our hip flexor muscles around our pelvis. So you typically stay really tight in those areas and people are swearing by it. There are various little exercise regimens you can do where it releases pent up frustrations and Hopes okay. to heal you. So yeah. I'm in. I'll, I'll do it. That. Let's do a 30 day challenge. Okay. So starting tomorrow. Okay. We're going to do 30 days of this. That's perfect. Tomorrow's February 1st. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll do 30 days. 
Let's start a 30-day challenge in a month that does not have 30 days. <laughs> That's and perfect. see if all of our job is gone yeah. in 29 days. And um, we will check back in with you guys after our 30 days and see if we are all healed from our traumas. How to heal a trauma in 30 days. So, Ooh, Kristen, you're going to love it. You're going to tell us how the exercises we need to do? Yes. Okay, perfect. And we do them every single day? Every single day. Like yoga poses? But I think it's only like 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes every day? 10 minutes okay. of stretching and very specific ways. We're going we uh, to be texting and holding each other accountable a lot. Yeah. And you, Zoe was saying that they'll cut theirs down to five, which means you'll be halfway healed. Okay. That's I'm fine all with that. we need. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if we're fully healed, we won't be that interesting. Exactly. No. <laughs> Nobody would want to hang out with us fully mm -hmm. healed. Yeah. That just wouldn't be even surprised. be fun. <laughs> that wouldn't even be fun. What would you be laughing at? Nothing. Oh, we might laugh more. No, not if we were healed. That would be too like calming and enjoyable. Yeah, we, we want, want you that. a little bit messed up. Exactly. <laughs> a little edgy. Yeah. Yeah. A quarter of the way healed. Mm -hmm. An eighth of the way healed. We can use all our healing powers to give people advice. That's mm, what we're best yeah. at. Perfect. All right. Who needs our help? I have a coworker that needs our help. Oh, wow. So this is a non-anonymous question. Yes. Okay. Okay, so she has a baby, and she's a working mother. So the mother, the baby goes to her mother-in-law's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said the baby ghost. <laughs> it took me a full 10 seconds to realize what you said. Okay, so the baby... <laughs> the baby ghost goes to its mother-in-law so the baby ghost is also married <laughs> the baby ghost is grandmother okay, okay sorry we're too silly alright this is what um, I know sound bathing does to you it right? does we're very loose and I also like that we call it sound bathing <laughs> and not sound bathing <laughs> it's just so silly can you have a sound shower Hmm. I might like that. Okay, so your baby ghost goes to its mother. <laughs> mother okay, so the baby goes to its grandmother, which is this co-worker's mother-in-law. Mm. Soon to be ex-mother-in-law. Mm. That might be an added twist to this. Okay, so the problem is she's bringing the baby to her mother-in-law's mm -hmm. and the baby is getting dirty during the day and its clothes are dirty mm. and... So she's taking these clothes home and the stains aren't coming out. And she's like, I bring bibs. The grandmother is not using the bibs. And I don't want these stained baby clothes. She's like, so what I've decided is that I'm going to bring a Ziploc bag and a pre-treat spray, you know, stain yeah. remover and just ask her to, when, the, when she puts the baby in the pajamas at night, can you please spray the clothes and put it in the bag and I'll wash it when I get home. Do you think that's... You think you can ask that of your mm. ex? Okay, mother -in -law? so first of all, can I be honest? Like, would this friend get offended if I'm brutally oh, honest? I said to her, it's a baby. Okay. And her, someone else said, go to Walmart and just buy some more ones. That was going to be my suggestion, She doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to spend the money. She has these nice clothes. She doesn't want these clothes to get ruined. But she has a mother-in-law that's willing to watch her baby while she goes to work. 
That's what I said. And mm-hmm. your biggest grievance is that she doesn't put a bib on the baby. Go to Walmart, spend ten dollars, get a buy pack of onesies, a pack of onesies, and don't care if they get stained. Exactly what I was going to yeah, say. And to me, it sounds like it's a clothing issue. She's like, I don't want to buy Walmart clothes. Right. I have nice clothes. Yeah, it's yeah. a baby. Get over it. And. My- it's going to continue and happening for the next 15 years that the kid's going to ruin its own clothes. So yeah. When I started working, my kids were, you know, 12 weeks old, right when I went back to work and we had to have daycare clothes. They were like clothes that Mm -hmm. just went to school with them. They came home filthy. They were covered in stains. They never wore bibs in daycare. And it's not really something you can ask of someone that's in a class of 12 babies. So they came home dirty and they just had, and I'm just Take imagining if, okay, so the mother-in-law won't put a bib on the baby, but I, I would love to see the mother-in-law's face when you show up with a Ziploc bag and st- spray pre-treat that you are now wanting her to clean the clothes. I, I just feel like that's, for some reason, she doesn't want to put the bibs on. She's not going to spray the clothes with the pre-treat. Buy some cheap clothes. And yeah, don't have- let your clothes get ruined. Yeah. You know, when your kids get older, you'll learn that they have play clothes and they have nice clothes. And those two don't go to the same places. Yeah. Save your nice clothes for the weekend or when you're taking the baby out somewhere nice. Mm -hmm. And for all day when you're at work and you don't even see the baby, put it in something ugly. And your first kid, you're always much more like you want them to be dressed cute and you're buying all the name brand stuff and you want everything to be perfect all the time. You lose that really quickly. Okay. An added layer to this is that... The baby's getting dirty in the clothes, so she changes the baby into the other outfit, which is the PJs, Mm -hmm. but she's supposed to change the baby into PJs for sleeping when the mother is picking him up. Mm -hmm. So that means she's putting on the second set of clothes, and those are getting dirty. So then he is already using... So then he has to change into pajamas again when he gets home, and this is another... She does... and she's That is annoying, yeah. She's bringing a certain amount of clothes... For these three days that it she's is at work. annoying, but okay. Do you know how old the baby is? Eight months. Okay, your baby is going to go through more than two outfits most days. Sorry, yeah. your babies are disgusting. Yeah, they are. But I feel like if it's dinner mess, I it, it's not unreasonable. I think to change the baby after its bath or whatever, and then put the PJs on, put the baby to bed, like save all, like do the eating stuff, get the baby cleaned up, and then put them in the PJs to go home. I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't know. I feel like if you're getting what I... It's just an extra... It's Now it's the the regular clothes are getting dirty, so they're getting into the pajamas. Then those are getting dirty, so then they're getting into more pajamas. So then the mother has to bring more pajamas now to... It's a lot of PJs. Just bring bring. extra clothes. Just buy... You can get like a pack of 10 onesies at Walmart or Amazon and just be like, these are all the extra clothes when she's dirty. Save the PJs for nighttime. Mm -hmm. And also... Also... How dirty are the PJs getting? I've put my kid to bed in PJs that aren't exactly pristine. She said they're getting like dirty and like um, above, like his neck area is like getting dirty. And she's like, I don't know where they're not going outside. Where is he getting this dirt from? Oh, because babies drool and drip in that little area right there. And you don't see it. That happens to every baby. But also just reminder, I would assume that this is free childcare. Yes. And you're getting free childcare. So you have to buy. I agree. You can't control someone in their own house who's doing something. Obviously, this is unless it's dangerous. Yeah, Yeah. right. This doesn't sound harmful. But cash in the what you're you're not paying on daycare and go buy your child a daycare wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Seriously, and count your blessings. Yes, that that you have mm -hmm. child a safe at home that will keep your child every single day. It's not in a daycare with other sick kids. You're not wondering what's happening to it. Your baby is getting dirty. Is that your biggest problem in life? 
And babies just get dirty, even if you're mm-hmm. the one caring for them. Babies are disgusting. And honestly, you want them to get dirty. Yeah. It's good yeah. for them. Exactly. Okay, I'll get over her it. Problem oh, solved. We've solved this problem for you. <laughs> now she hates us. Yeah. <laughs> On to our next question. Hey, sisters, I need your help alleviating my husband's anxiety. I think we're going to be great Sound best. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He thinks we are alone in this, and I try to tell him a lot of people are struggling with the same issue right now. He makes good money, but we are still struggling to get by, struggling to pay our bills, struggling to pay the mortgage and buy groceries. I told him he's not alone, but he doesn't believe me. This economy is draining right now. I don't wish anyone else to be struggling, but I know that a lot of us are. Please tell me we aren't alone. And how do I help him? Well, the money thing, you're not alone. I think everyone's feeling a little bit of this inflation issue, some more than others. I just read an article about a woman who said she started a job in 2018 making 40K, got 3% increases every year. So now she's making uh, 45K. But if you look at the inflation calculator, it's technically worth $37,000. So even though she's making more, basically like it's worth what 37000 would have been when she started her earning power mm-hmm. has gone down. So I think everyone's feeling that. It's just the economy is a little tough right now. I think maybe for one thing, let him know, of course, he's not alone. Listen, often when someone has anxiety, they just mm-hmm. want someone to hear them out and to know that like they're heard and you're not necessarily there to fix their problem, but maybe to remind them that it will be okay. Like mm-hmm. you've made it through many other hard times and you'll continue to make it through hard times and Life is always going to fluctuate and change and it will get better. And maybe if you have a friend who's in a similar situation, you can talk to sometimes having someone to relate with can be helpful or choosing to do things on the weekend that are more calming and obviously not expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only advice I would have is to, if it would help him not stress as much, like sit down and work out a budget together so that you kind of know where all of your money Mm -hmm. is going, which sounds like such a common thing, but so many people don't do it. That There's not as much to have anxiety about unless there's just not enough money, in which case you have to explore other ways to bring more money money or make more money. Yeah. Yeah. If he's willing to, you know, work an extra shift somewhere doing something just to DoorDash or help alleviate some anxiety. Or always finding ways where you can cut back on things. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure if you go through your bank account, I'm sure there's stuff you're spending money on each month that you don't really need to be. Everyone's got like dumb subscriptions that they've forgotten about. Or they're eating out too much Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. Yeah. So just sit down and like figure out where all of your money is going and work from there. Mm-hmm. And remember, feelings and emotions are like clouds in the sky. They pass. True. Did you learn that in your sound bath? Nope. I learned that from Emma Lovewell on the Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, guys. Hey, ladies, my work bestie broke a pretty big rule in the office. She felt really guilty about it and was even having trouble sleeping and confided in me because she trusted me to keep it a secret. Well, a few days later, our boss sent out an email addressing the situation and we learned someone was let go, not my friend, someone who was not involved. I feel awful and so conflicted. What should I do? Should I go to my boss and tell them what I know, try to encourage my friend to tell the truth, or should I just stay quiet? Oh. Oh, that's so tough. That is tough. But I know exact. Well, I would say to the friend. I know exactly what you would say, Zoe. What would I say? You would say to the friend, "Um, you need to go tell them. Because now you're putting me in an awkward situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Clear my side of this. Yeah. You keep your side of the street clean. Exactly. And and just encouraging them. I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell on them if they don't. I'm not going to force them to do anything. But mm-hmm. yeah, encourage them and to, to fix this. And 
so if they say no i'm never telling okay maybe i wouldn't be friends with that person maybe but would you tell maybe the i would boss? learn their morals no you wouldn't you would keep the secret yeah okay interesting what kind of secrets what are you if keeping the person who was let them? go was like a really good person who really needed that job a single mom yeah that might change it mm-hmm. but then maybe that work bestie wasn't like if it was really okay if it was hillary mm-hmm. and somebody and Kristen got fired because of hillary's wrongdoings well it's different because we're all close mm-hmm. you're not close to the person who got let go you don't know them you just know their situation they're a good person but they needed this job and they got fired for no reason now they're having trouble getting another job mm-hmm. because they were let go yeah if and if yes I know you well enough and I know that you're a good person and you would want to fix this. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm I'm not. I also need this job. <laughs> also, there's so many people out there that think everything happens for a reason. And I think that there's a silver lining in everything. So I kind of think whatever happens. Well, I don't know that. I don't know what I think, but I'm just saying there is an argument to be made that even if you lost a job for a reason that's not your fault, maybe then it does force you to make different decisions in your life than you would have. And maybe that's what was supposed to happen. Like it opened a door you didn't know needed to be opened. But now that that door is open, you go out there, you're putting yourself out there for another job. You found this awesome job, but because you were comfortable somewhere else, you would never have gone after this job. But that's I hate that. I was going to say that's a lot of hypotheticals to get you to feel like you like are clear of like your conscience is clear of this well i don't even know if it's my conscience no it's just like i can see where a lot of people would think that in this situation they would think i'm gonna protect my work bestie because everything happens for a reason that's god that's a religion Mm -hmm. that something else is controlling this and i think that person could have that perspective and they might go on to get a better job Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they need to to lose this one because they have to learn that lesson and because they could also be not able to pay their rent and then they're forced into homelessness and then they develop a drug habit you know there's no way of saying how it's gonna go right so and it's more of an ethical moral dilemma for you as the friend are you gonna do the right thing and get this person their job back Mm mm-hmm Or do you betray your work bestie? Yes. So I'm looking at it as someone who is the boss of a small group of people in an office where there are very close interpersonal relationships between all of us. And I'm thinking, what would I do in this situation as a boss? Like if someone, if something happened in the office and I had to fire somebody, but then someone comes to me and they're like, hey, this is, this person didn't do this. It was this person. And I would want to know the truth, of course, but. but and you would fix it. Mm-hmm, I would. But and it's so hard to fire someone without proof. So it's also hard to believe that the boss wouldn't have done their due diligence. Like what proof did they have? And then why would they suddenly accept your word for it? I well, think we have to ha- take that they'd out have of to this. pull in the person who mm-hmm. is now being accused and question yeah. them. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now it's. Yeah, so someone who like, yeah, I think I would tell the truth I to the I boss. I think I would too. I yeah. think it would, especially if it were someone who I liked and needed the job, it would eat away at me to know yeah. that they lost their job and were in a bad situation. And, and I would also worry about it coming back on me. Say the truth ever comes back and then they're like, well, your work besties with this person. Did you not know? I just wouldn't want to then be in that situation. At first, I would talk to the work bestie and hope they would do the right thing. Yes. 
And then if they don't, and it's something that could come back on you or is just really wrong. And I guess it is because someone's gotten fired for it. Yeah. I guess you have to have a conversation with the boss and just let them know the situation you're in if the bestie doesn't come forward. But I would also tell the bestie, like, I have to. If you don't, I have to. Well, oh, you I know wouldn't. what? It just... You wouldn't? You would no, just go behind? I would go to the boss hoping that they would never bring mm. my name up. Yeah, but they would say, know because they only told you. Well, yeah, but there's all... Stuff always comes out in the wash. Yes. You can... Uh, and that's, I guess, what I would do is I would go to the boss and be like, listen, if you can leave me out of this, I would really appreciate it. But I also understand it's a business and you've got to do what you got to do. It's true. I guess I have done that before. Yeah. And I've, I, I have been in that situation before where someone has come to me and said, hey, I need to tell you this in confidence, but it's something's happened and I need you to know about it. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. So I I'm mean, also a boss and I've had similar yeah. things happen where I didn't throw someone under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult. But I just think at the end of the day, you've got to do the right thing. Okay. What if the person who got fired was someone you hated? It's like a douchebag. Oh, that's it. And you knew they were fine. It was karma. We can yeah. just let it go. Yeah. But then why can we accept karma, but we can't accept everything happens for a reason? So I that's just, really that's like our human. That's how it works. <laughs> that's, that's like the fallibility of us as humans is. is that we can like accept it if it's a mm-hmm. good person or a bad person getting fired, but not a good person. Yeah. But the logic is flawed. Yeah, it totally is. Mm-hmm. Just because you is. don't like them doesn't mean they don't they deserve to lose their job. True, because what if oh, he's supporting yeah. a mom? Like, I, well, I'm assuming the douchebag's a man. <laughs> what if douchebag <laughs> is supporting a mom <laughs> who doesn't work, who's like disabled, and we don't know that, but he's a douchebag in the office, but secretly he's delivering right. food to the homeless and helping his mom. Nah, and he needed that no, paycheck. He's not. he's not. Yeah, that's the thing is that if you're, and I get some people just don't like some people, but if you don't like someone there's a reason it's because they're a bad person yeah looks like a duck walks like a duck exactly sounds like a duck like there's nobody that i mean unless you're the bad person i guess that's something you got to ask yourself but it kind of seems like the her work besties the bad person yeah exactly i wonder what she did i know could you anonymously write in and tell us please we'll keep it a secret or we'll email your boss for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let All us right. do that. Let's make this not anonymous. Yeah. Tell us who you are, where you work. And we'll send an anonymous Problem email to your boss. We'll handle it. Could you, you do that anyways, it. though? Could you maybe have mm-hmm. someone send an anonymous email? Yeah. Like an anonymous tip? But I guess I guess it just goes back to your friend. If your friend only told you. Yeah, true. true, true. But, I mean, like I said, everything comes out in the wash. You don't know if... You know, her husband didn't pick up your phone and read the text message or, you know, some Susie in the next cubicle didn't overhear y'all talking. Mm -hmm. So gotta be careful. Be sure to um, send in your anonymous questions on our website, sistersnotsaints.com. You can also email us at sistersnotsaintspodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on all socials under the same name. Rate and review us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Share with your friends. We love you guys. Bye. See you next week.